Hey, Chuck. Hey, stranger. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Got a nice tan after going to Puerto Rico and seeing Barbie in Puerto Rico. You're not going to get skin cancer, are you? <laughs> that happened a long time ago. Because <laughs> I bet it I was warm down there. <laughs> it was just a, a little warmer than it is here, believe it or not, and a little bit more humid, so it was a little tough. I was in I was in Michigan while you were in there? Puerto Rico. It was unseasonably cool, of How all weird. things. It was, uh, you know, second, third week of July, and high 70s, low 80s. It was beautiful. Wow. Absolutely Did beautiful. Did you get rain? Awesome. No, not one day. Did and you watch any movies? Yes, I, I did the Barbenheimer double feature. You did it in the same day? I did it in the same day. It wasn't the plan, but as far as deadlines for my reviews and me being on vacation, that's how it worked out. Okay. So, you know, right. so it, it was what it was. I, I went ahead with the, with the crowd and uh, had a good time. Cool. You want to start with Barbie then? Since yes, because I know that it is, you know, everything about the movies right now is about Barbie and Arpen Oppenheimer. Arpenheimer. So Arpenheimer, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, we should definitely talk about this. You know, I, I, I went with uh, five women. Went with my wife, her two best friends, and then uh, one of her friend's daughters. Oh my goodness. So um, four of the women were crying at one point. And one of my, uh, Kristen, my wife's best friend, realized and said later, well, I didn't realize, Beth, my wife, that, that you're dead inside because she didn't cry at all. <laughs> <laughs> my wife will not cry. She will not react to music, movies, TV, nothing. Really? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. I remember we went to see Les Mis and I'm at the end, I'm, I'm crying like a baby and she's looking at me like, what's, what's wrong with you? Oh what's my wrong goodness. With you? Yeah, yeah, dead inside. I will use that phrase again. Um, you know, we're very safe that Beth never listens to never, our podcast never, or watches no. it, so I think we're okay. Or if she does happen to listen this time, she'll say, dead inside, I heard what you said. <laughs> that's exactly how she does In my, my mind, and that's how she sounds. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I, I don't have the emotional investment in this film that they did and i know you did yeah. you do as well yeah um if if you've been living under a rock as you typically say and you don't know anything about barbie the barbie movie it stars margot robbie as stereotypical barbie mm -hmm. and then we have ryan gosling as beach ken he does beach that's what he does that was funny <laughs> Okay, so this Ken was great. Gosling was great. He was really good. Mm -hmm. He played the character well. Everybody played the characters well. Um, this is written, co-written by the husband-wife team of Noah Baumbach. I would say his name wrong. Oh, you got it. And Greta Gerwig. And I like Noah's movies sometimes, not always. And I can't stand Greta Gerwig's movies. I've only seen her in the um, acting position, though. I don't Wait think I've second. seen her in directing. Have I? Lady Bird? Oh, okay. I loved it. Okay. All right. So I liked I liked that one. Little Women, I know you weren't a fan of. I can't stand Little but Women. But Lady Bird, come on. Lady Bird, Great I film. loved. I loved. Okay, yeah. so obviously she's a director that I like and not an actress that I like. Um, this movie hit home in ways that I never anticipated. I really didn't want to go see the movie. I went to go see it while I was in Puerto Rico in the Caribbean cinemas chain, which was kind of fun. I'd love to go there. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds like fun. It was very humid, um, even in the theater. I, I thought bet. I'd be cold and it wasn't. Um, and we saw it with Spanish subtitles, Kristen and I. So that was kind of cool to, to see it in mm -hmm. that format. Not a full theater. There were maybe five or six other people in the theater. Really? And that was it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and it could be because it was in English with the Spanish subtitles versus the other way around. Anyway, um, stereotypical Barbie realizes that something's wrong. She's got these overwhelming thoughts of death, <laughs> which doesn't really 
pair up, it doesn't jive with Barbie because everything's perfect and happy and all good all the time. And then she gets cellulite on her thigh. She's got to do something about it. So she visits Weird Barbie, or in Spanish, I learned that it's Barbie Rara. And she, <laughs> who's played by Kate McKinnon. You know, Weird Barbie is the Barbie that's been played with too hard. Hair is cut, eyes Burned are drawn out. Yeah. All sorts of horrible things have happened to Weird Barbie. That was clever. That was very, very clever. clever. And it's the one that does the splits. And we learned that um, stereotypical Barbie needs to go into the real world to find her person that mm -hmm. plays with her to find out what's going on. Why is she Projecting. having, yeah, why is she having these thoughts of death and, and mortality? And she decides to go in her convertible on this journey, which is hysterical how they put that together. And who's in the back seat but Ken? Ken tags along. He's got a mad crush on Barbie. And Barbie just kind of dismisses him because Barbie land is ruled by all the Barbies. Lots mm -hmm. and lots of different kinds of Barbies. And when they enter the real world, they find that the real world isn't as changed by Barbie as they thought it was supposed to have right. been. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they find they find their person that they need. And that is played by America Ferreira. Ferreira. And together, they go on a journey along with um, America's uh, daughter in the movie and they figure out how to fix the worlds, basically, the two worlds. Um, corporate Mattel is run by Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell. <laughs> which is hysterical. Um, you'd expect nothing else. And personifying corporate America in seriously the most perfect way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Given everything that's going on, perfectly done. Completely clueless. <laughs> Completely clueless. Um, and bottom line. Bottom line. Well, I was all worried about it. Yeah, bottom line. Bottom line. Mm -hmm. Forget about the people. Yeah. Um, this is a mother-daughter movie. This is a movie about what it means to be a woman and what it means to try and do your best and have have an identity and, and uh, know who you are in the workplace and also balance trying to be a mother at the same time and what that means. Um, oh my goodness. America's that soliloquy. Yeah. Oh, it cut me. It cut one me. Of the, I had tears streaming yeah, down my face. One of the best moments in a movie this year. One of the great scenes. Uh, yeah, and uh, you, you you have to go back to the writing as well. I mean, oh, that's absolutely. all Gerwig right there. Uh, and it's I don't want to I don't think we want to ruin anything, but it's all about the trials of being a woman, yeah. what you're expected to do, what you need to do to maintain your own sanity, and how it's never good enough. And then <laughs> we meet the um, the creator of Barbie, um, Ruth Handler. And she's played by Rhea Perlman. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to give it too much away on yeah, that, but that is another moment that, oh. The movie. That just broke me. <laughs> the movie could not have ended more perfectly. Yeah. I mean, there's that scene and then the best joke ever for Barbie. I mean, the, the, the film is perfect at the end. That last 10 minutes, yeah. minutes is, is brilliant. Um, a, a fun little fact that I learned, um, when Barbie is sitting on the bus bench waiting. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. And the woman, Great. the old woman sitting next to her, um, who she has a conversation with. Very how, briefly. Oh, yeah. And how, how beautiful this older woman is. Yeah. And she goes, I know. This is actually Ruth Handler's daughter, which I thought was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And Barbie was named after her daughter. Um, so I found it to be an emotionally impactful film. Oh my gosh, the social statements that are made in this and, and the patriarchy of our world and Ryan Gosling. 
Yeah, Ken learns that the guys are in charge here, and he wants Whoa. to take all of that back and to Barbie land. And the yeah, horses. Yeah, no, he's very quite taken with horses. Horses are everything. <laughs> yeah, Gosling, uh, he's a hard guy to read, but I think you forget because a lot of times he's the stoic character. You know, he's, you know, Mr. You know, I go back to drive, which I love that film. Oh, I do But too. I mean, there's, a but, but he's, he's very stoic there. First man where he was Neil Armstrong. Right. And, stuff. and you forget how good he is. And boy, he reminds, because, you know, this role is not easy. It isn't easy. He makes it look easy and he's funny, but I think the key to it is I felt bad for him. I know. You I, know, I, I felt you know, bad for him too. You know, Ken has been, told that he is Barbie's boyfriend and that's his job other than being beach. on the beach. No, being beach. And being He's beach. beach. <laughs> and you know, she rebuffs him, you know, no, you can't spend the night. No, we're not kissing. And so that leads to just nothing with you know, but with confusion. Right. I mean he doesn't really know what to do with himself. Mixed messages are tough. Sure. And you know, and really both of them go through that once yeah. they, you know, at, at different points. I mean it's all an existential, you know, quandary for both of right. them. And, and and it's very smart. I had a couple problems with it. Okay, tell me what your problems were, because I, I... It's too slow at the beginning. Oh. It, it takes us too long to get going here. We, we, we spend too much time establishing Barbie land and getting her out of there. Okay. The whole Will Ferrell, Mattel thing, you could have gotten rid of that completely. Okay. That slows the movie down. And what's with this when they're chasing her? And I wasn't sure. That running was, that like was, the, What are we doing here? That was my here? one issue with it is that part. We didn't need that. That was so slapstick. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it didn't need to be. And then that, the whole grease lightning dancing thing that they had all in black. That's what I Yeah, that was stupid to. too. I wasn't sure why that was there. I, but it, I found it to be frustrating because at one moment I was like, why are you doing this? And then the next moment, completely brilliant. Yeah. There's a there's a war against with the Kens on the beach that goes on way too long. I'm like, really give me a break. But then it segues into one of the highlights of the film in which Gosling is singing and dancing a song called I'm Just Ken, in which he realizes how useless he is. And that was just brilliant. It was right. just absolutely brilliant. So I was just a little frustrated with the film because I just wanted okay. it to move along a little bit. I'm not saying it's bad. Don't, you know, you know, burn me an effigy, you know, you know, you conservatives, you know, no, I guess I would be a hero to the conservatives out there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I don't have that emotional connection. Yeah. So I think I can see it in a different way. Okay. Yeah. And, and I would agree with you with some of those slow points. Although I think in the beginning they set up Barbie land really well. When you watched again. Okay. And, and I had a Barbie and I had, um, uh, I did not. Stacy, I didn't have Skipper, who I didn't know was pregnant, but I remember her maternity oh. blouse. I didn't know she was pregnant, though. And, and, by, and by the way, you're going to go down the Barbie rabbit hole after you see this, because, yeah, 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 I have bunches of questions. Who's Alan? We don't know. You know, a giant... How about, how about Barbie with a TV on her back? Yeah, who, you know, but apparently all these things existed. Yeah, you yeah, know. which is fun. Thank you, Wikipedia. You really got me up to speed <laughs> with all things Barbie. It was, it was a lot of fun for me and I, I can see how it's no pun intended can see how um, this is more of a, a mother-daughter mm -hmm. type of movie or a female um, yeah. empowerment film really and I think you're gonna love it Much although needed. most of the men that I've spoken with have really enjoyed it as well mm -hmm. in fact I've made a few bets I've prop promised apple pie shots to one guy if he goes to see it and doesn't like it and I've promised a drink to somebody else Wow. I know. That's how confident I am that just take a chance like on this. Okay, good deal. Good deal. So what else? We got? Oh, Oppenheimer. I haven't seen Oppenheimer. I have not been able to see it. I don't, I don't really want to talk about it too much then until you've seen it. Okay. Uh, but, and, and frankly, I want to see it again. I okay. mean, Nolan's films are incredibly dense. Uh, I, I'm sure there are things that I missed. 
Um, the structure I had some problems with okay. as well. That's what I've heard. Uh, but, well, he, he does an interesting thing. Uh, he tells the story, it, it's two stories at the same time. Okay. Okay, so we've got these two uh, parallel uh, memories, memories of two characters. And with Oppenheimer's, he flashes on the screen uh, fission. Fission is when you break things into fragments. And of course, that is was what he believed as far as atomic energy. You break it, and that energy is what causes this. Okay. So fragments, his story is very fragmented. Okay. And then when you see Louis Strauss played by Robert Downey Jr., who you learn is, was a rival of him, it flashes on the screen fusion. Oh, interesting. And through his story, all those fragments come together as fusion. Interesting. So, you know, That's it's creative. it's very creative. And yeah. you know, you, Nolan's very creative as we well know. And again, I, I wanna see it again before we talk, um, but it uh, it is quite an achievement. Okay. Right. It was quite an achievement, and I got emotionally involved in this as well, and it left me very pessimistic about this, which is like not what I wanted right that. now. But, you know, he pulls no punches about how we just, we never learn. We'll tell you what, let's make a date between now and next week, and let yeah, we'll both of us go to okay. the theater and see it, and then we can do our podcast Sounds afterward. Sounds good. Um, but yes, we've got a couple of good things, though, a couple other good things. Uh, Netflix has uh, got some really two good things on on, on this week. Yeah, take us down that that not that rabbit. No, hole. I want you to do this one. Oh, okay. Because right. I, I, you 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 had more of an emotional response to this than I did. Okay, so I'm, I, you're going to have to help me out with the names because yeah. they're Italian and Japanese names that I don't remember. Um, okay, and then so the, the Irish guy I remember. Right. So um, the name of the movie is <laughs> The Deepest Breath. And the director and writer is Laura McGann. And the subject is Alicia Zucchini. Um, she is a world-class freediver. And for those of you who don't know what freediving is, it's basically holding your breath, taking a great big <gasps> and then diving down as deep as you possibly can. There are actually competitions for this, which I didn't know. I knew the free diving. I didn't know that either, yeah. I knew the free diving, and I do a lot of sailing and snorkeling and stuff, and so I, I know that, to me, free diving is, shit, I just got water in my snorkel, and now I'm <laughs> gagging, and I have to come back up to the surface because I can't clear and my I airway. And I go down 20 feet, yeah. right? Yeah, I know I go down like two inches, yeah. um, or wave has come over me. So free diving to me is a very scary thing, period, because the ocean is just so powerful. Mm -hmm. and the pressure that you experience the deeper you go we see these competitors dive down 20 meters and do the math here that's like 60 feet and down 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 until like the championship we're watching these competitors we we meet each of them we meet Alicia we meet what is the guy's name the Stephen Keenan Stephen Keenan mm -hmm. um, he's a safety diver um, and we meet all the people that are involved in this very dangerous sport and an as you had said so eloquently, share with us what you think that is. Well, there's a difference between a sport and an activity where you have a death wish. And that's a death wish to me that is a death wish, especially when I don't think they had enough safety equipment around to help these people. The movie opens up in one of the most <laughs> dramatic scenes I think I've ever seen it's, in a movie, especially for a documentary. I, I had to turn my head. It's, mm -hmm. it's beautiful in the ocean and they dive down into this blue, beautiful blue hole until the blue hole becomes a black hole and someone is swimming down without fins on, without a mask on, mm -hmm. and just swimming and swimming and swimming. And you can see they have a, a skin suit on, if you will. Mm -hmm. And you can see how that skin suit compresses tighter yeah. and tighter and tighter. 
and you know what that's doing to that person's internal organs and their lungs as it's squeezing and squeezing yeah. and squeezing and then they come back mm -hmm. up and in this opening scene the woman alicia is not alive she's basically dead when she hits the and surface and you see her eyes rolling back mm -hmm. and the sun shining down on her face in this this grimace this this she's spasming yes it's yeah. it's it's scary it's horrific it really but is they bring her back they, they do bring, bring her back, back. um okay. so we catch up with her and the rest of their their friends and crew as they take this journey together to be the best in the world um, so it comes down to being a competition among women we watch. We don't see the guys doing no. this. Um, and I guess there must be a guys segment as well as the sure. girls. And then we also see this as a love story between McKinnon and Alicia as they bond together and help one another to achieve their greatest goals. <laughs> right? Take a deep breath there. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is... It, it did not end the way I thought. No. And, and, it did not end the way I Okay, so kudos to the filmmakers because I didn't know where this was going to go and how this was going to end. Um, and I didn't know that. It, it's it's rather contrived that way. They they do that on purpose, but, but that hooks you. But, but you knew something bad was oh, going to happen. Oh, well, it has to. I mean, you, you, they, yeah, we, yeah. I just didn't know. You're playing with fire. With you're whom get, it was going to exactly. be. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it, that came up. That surprised me. Yeah. Um, the other part of me that really bothered me was when you have an extreme sport like this. Okay, let's take NASCAR. They've got all the safety stuff that you can possibly imagine, and they have all the emergency equipment that you can possibly imagine mm -hmm. off on the sides. I think it's a stupid sport because I think that true too is a death wish eventually. But at least they have everything on board. Just turning left. Just right and left. That's yeah, it. No big good. deal. Um, but with this, why didn't they have scuba divers escorting, going down, down, down to keep an eye on them? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. And I know that there were some scuba divers, but they weren't monitoring the whole thing. I don't understand that. Well, I, I, and there are underwater cameras that can absolutely take the the pressure of being that that low. I'm shocked you messed I, up the camera. I would bet it has something to do with the athletes. You know, these people. And we, you know, we meet quite a few of them. They're obviously obsessed. I mean, they are obsessed. And I can imagine them saying, you know, don't touch me. Don't come in. Don't stop me from doing what I'm doing here. I'm, you know. So I have a feeling it would probably have something to do with that. Maybe. And again, as we've said, these people have a death wish. So it was beautifully done cinematically. We're going to take a little break here for one second and figure out how the hell you messed it up, Chuck. That's why I'm here. There. Oh, there, there we go. go. Okay. okay. Um, cinematically, it's it's absolutely stunning. Yeah, I wish it'd been. I wish it'd been in the theater. Yeah. Um, yeah it's that kind of movie. Worth it to watch. Yes. And to. I it, don't know. It will convince you never to free dive. No. You will no. never do this. Just snorkel. Snorkel on the top. It's mm -hmm. okay. Learn how to swim. Swimming is good. Swimming That's is good. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> but really, it's it's. I think it was a well done documentary. It's, it's well done. Yeah. No um, question. But it angered me at the same time. Well, My husband, okay. who is a scuba diver, he was pissed off the entire time because he wanted to see all that safety stuff done. He didn't understand yeah. that either. Yeah. So. Well, Netflix has another movie that couldn't be more different <laughs> you know, than a Death Wish uh, documentary. Uh, it's called Happiness for Beginners, and it's actually based on a book, which I did not Oh, know. I didn't know that. Yes, it is, by a lady by the name of Catherine uh, Center, based on her oh. real life experiences. Ah. Uh, and it's a rom-com. Uh, Ellie Kemper from The Office, she plays oh, that's where Helen. From. Okay. Yeah, okay. Helen with an H, by the way. Because everyone keeps getting her name wrong. <laughs> Ellen. No, Ellen. it's Helen with an H. Uh, she's just gotten divorced. She's lost. 
she doesn't know what to do. Uh, instead, she doesn't have the money to go to Italy, Italy to uh, eat, pray, love. So instead, she decides she's going to take a hike. And she signs up with a, a service that hikes uh, with groups. And they're going to cover about 80 miles on the Appalachian Trail. And of course, it's rom-com, so everybody's kind of a screwball in the group. Uh, you've got uh, Hugh, played by Nick I Santos, who, who's an actor who, with daddy issues. He has problems. Uh, you have... Um, Wendy, not Wendy, Wendy with, Wendy an, eye. with an eye, uh, who I, I don't really know what her problem is, other than maybe she's just kind of a uh, little self-esteem stuff. She's yeah. looking for love. Uh, you have Sue, played by Julia Shiplett, who takes the shortest vow of silence you'll ever see. <laughs> she keeps trying, though. <laughs> yeah, someone says, I thought you said, I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break, <laughs> she says throughout the movie. You have Kaylee, played by a young lady named Gus uh, Bernie, who seems to be the flightiest person in the world. She's taking this trip to get over her fear of wood. Not the woods, wood. She has a fear of wood. <laughs> then there's this guy named Mason, played by Esteban Benito. He's Mr. Macho. He knows everything about hiking. And then there's Jake, who happens to be Helen's, well, Helen's brother. Little brother. His best friend. Yep. And Jake, played by Luke Grimes from the Apparently Yellowstone. Yellowstone, I yeah. didn't know that. Has had a crush on Helen. Forever. For forever. And we cannot forget, we cannot forget Beckett, played by an actor named Ben Cook. He is their trail guide. And Beckett's wound a little tight. Just he a is a little tight. <laughs> so this is around time. You know exactly what's gonna happen. I knew exactly what was gonna happen. And I'll be damned if this movie didn't grab me. Oh, did it? And it just I it's it's one of the most delightful things Aww. I have seen in a long time. And here's why. Even though it goes along the rom-com beats. Yeah. These characters aren't your stereotypical rom-com people. There's something more to each one of them. We find out yeah. more about each one of these people. We understand why Mr. Macho is Mr. Macho. When the chips are yeah. falling, something happens with him. Uh, when, when they're taking Hugh away, who's been very flamboyant, he suddenly has a lucid moment and lays out to our heroine, this is what you need to do. And our heroine, She's got big time baggage that she's dealing with. And and the other thing I liked is, even though we know they're going to get together, this isn't going to be a rosy path for them because no, there are health not. issues yeah. uh, with Jake that he reveals. So uh, I, I just really, really was taken by this movie because it gave me so much more than the usual rom-com would. And it was also funny as hell. It was, wasn't it? was it? funny as hell. At one point, don't the girl... Don't want to get trench foot. You don't want to get trench foot. <laughs> and at one point, Kaylee says about, you know, two people are hooking up. She says, well, they like, they like sailing and Care Bears <laughs> and s'mores. Of course they're going to hook up, you know. I mean, it was just really, really smartly written. And the whole sequence in which everyone gets their nickname, oh, I thought you know, was okay. really clever. And that's a real thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everything in this movie as far as like Yeah, you can speak to this because you do this. Yeah, yeah. This, that was cool. You can't name yourself on the trail. My trail name is Turtle, and I'll tell you how I got mine. Do you need to? I do. Okay. I had too heavy of a backpack. No, oh. no, too heavy of a was backpack. It, was it cinched around your waist? It was, because I can't learned do that. it any other way. I learned that. you got to have it cinched around your waist. <laughs> it does, because you want to carry most of the weight on your, your legs. legs. They really did tell you tips that everybody needs to know okay. about backpacking. So in the first, I don't know, 100 yards of my hike, the first time that I did this, Cheryl Strayed style, I had a 62-pound pack on. I fell backwards. Oh! And I couldn't get up. <laughs> God, I wish I'd seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Too many people did see that, actually. Oh. So, yes, there are a lot of realities in, in the hiking shoes and never step on a, 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 a log, log when you go right. through. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
Um, all the tips that they gave you actually were things that you should know before you go on a hike. Yeah. The bottom line with this, I cared about every damn one of these characters. You know, and I, think I cared about every one of them, and I was just sucked in. You hit the nail on the head that we do get to know all the other characters. It's not overload on them. Right. They don't try and explore their stories too deeply, but they do get explored. Yeah, they're, they're not just throwaway they, characters. Nope, they're ancillary, and they all change. That's the other cool thing about hiking and backpacking is Mother Nature is transformative. She is healing, and every single one of those people in needed to be way. healed in some way. Yeah. I, I loved it. I'm so glad yeah. you liked it. Really was Good. pleasantly, pleasantly <laughs> surprised with uh, Happiness for Beginners. I may even go find the book. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, and it's on Netflix too. So, two uh, that we really like on yeah. Netflix this week. Check Do we have Netflix. time for one more or not? Yeah, go ahead. Beanie Babies or Beanie Bubble. Oh, Beanie Bubble. It also starts this yes. week on uh, Apple. Apple. Oh, my goodness. How much Apple. fun was that? Uh, well, yeah. You know, I've learned so much at the movies <laughs> this past week. I learned about free diving. I learned about hiking. I learned about Beanie Babies, babies how they all came about yeah. and how it all fell apart. Uh, and the interesting thing about the Beanie Bubble, which is on Apple, is that it is told the, uh, from the perspective of three women. Uh, not Ty Warner. Ty Warner played by an almost unrecognizable oh Zach Galifianakis. No beard. Uh, I didn't recognize him. Oh, yeah. And I was watching it with my wife. I said, you know who that is? She had no idea either. Uh, it's not him telling the story. It's about three women who uh, are in his life, and we get their perspectives as to what a douchebag this guy was to them, how they contributed to the success of the Beanies, and also basically how they all contributed to the demise. him getting his comeuppance in, in the end. <laughs> and he so deserved that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Banks uh, is in it uh, as uh, Robbie, his good friend, who she, he has dalliances with every once in a while, which you should never do. <laughs> it never turns out well, and it doesn't yep. turn out well for him. Uh, Sarah Snook from um, Succession plays Sheila, a woman that he actually marries, has two daughters. I didn't know this. The daughters apparently were instrumental. One of the daughters was instrumental in coming up with the idea of giving uh, the Beanie Babies uh, histories, stories, uh, the little tags that they came yeah. with, you know. Uh, so, so he took that. And then an actress I love every I time love I see her, Geraldine Vishwanathan plays Maya. She's a student intern who comes in and she was the one who was able to see the possibilities of the internet. Uh, which at that time is just getting started. I looked this up at that point during the movie. I'm just thinking some of the funniest scenes. Oh, she's like, great. Oh, wait, it's really fast. Yeah, it's really fast. And they're just <laughs> waiting for it to spin, spin, spin. <laughs> Apparently at that point in the early 90s, 1.4% of households in America was using the internet. Wow. That's it. Wow. But she was the one who said, hey, we're going to make our own site. We're going to make it interactive. And it was the first or one of the, the first, first companies to um, profit or, you know, yeah. you know, use the Internet as as we know it today. Right. Basically. And eBay. E oh, that was fascinating. Yeah, wasn't it? Though? I mean, and I love all these movies about the 80s, 90s. Man, we're having a moment. It's it's really kind of cool. It's Tetris. Tetris. And, Air. And this one, Air, yeah. You know. um, uh, Blackberry. Blackberry, yes. Great movies. If you haven't seen and, those, make sure you know, to check them it's out. It's all about nostalgia. So, I mean, if we can even go back to Barbie. Right. And oh, tie gosh, that yeah. in as yeah. well. Yeah. But, yeah, I also read, you, you mentioned eBay. Apparently, mm -hmm. at one point, half of their transactions were Beanie Babies. Wow. 
But of course, that's when it was just starting and there was, you know, transactions in the thousands, not the millions, right. but still. So did you have any Beanie Babies for your kids? No, oh, no, 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 no. No, this all hit before I, I mean, I was in college. Oh, 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 no, oh. 91, 92, 93. I was just getting out of college and starting. Okay, all right. You're younger than me, then, I guess? Well, just a year. How's that possible? My kids had Beanie Babies. Well, they still exist. Right. You can and still, they still buy do them, exist. you know, and tag right. toys is still we'll a thing. We'll have a discussion over math later. Okay, yeah, well, we'll do a, <laughs> a time chart thing, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was fascinated by this film. Yeah, I was too, and I thought it was very well done. The only issue that I had with it is that it kept jumping from decade to decade. Right, then, and yeah. It, and it jarred me, and I had a hard time. Well, why are we going back to this? In the end, it made sense. Right, when it all comes together, yeah. It's like, but okay, I get it Initially, now. I didn't like I how gotcha. they, they stitched that together. I would have liked a little bit more linear timeline. Right, it would have I'm made maybe a little more sense to me. But other than that, I thought it was a great movie. Definitely worthwhile seeing on Apple so, TV. So, a good week. Boy, yeah, a, a right? really good week. Four good things. Um, so, yeah, and this is what summers should be about. Yeah. Um, next week... We will talk about Oppenheimer. You'll okay. get caught yep, up. Yeah, I will get caught up. Uh, there looks to be a cool horror film out called Talk to Me. I'm going to try and get to that. I'll try to. And uh, I'll get caught up on Haunted Mansion. I know you've seen that. I so have seen that. We'll let that you know too. about that, so, too. Lots of stuff happening. Stick with us. And as always, thank you. <laughs>